I'm Jennifer Lee Levitz, and this is Unleash the Power of Age. Our show is um, produced by the Gloucester Council on Aging, and we're about the programs and um, events at the Rose Baker Senior Center. I have a special guest today. It's Carla Mattioli, and she teaches one of the most beloved classes at Rose Baker. Carla teaches us Tai Chi, and I am one of her participants. Carla, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Uh, It's a joy. Yes, it is. It is. Um, I know I personally have noticed a shift for myself since I've been attending regularly. I used to attend here and there, but even two weeks of four four times. That's right. Twice a week. You've Twice been very week. Uh, I have. That's faithful. I've been trying hard. So, well, trying, not trying hard, because <laughs> that's not what we want to do. But I've been paying attention and, and being diligent. Good. I want to talk about you. I, you know, you're, you're there in the class and you bring so much to it. There's a real depth about what you bring. And I'm, I'm curious about you. So could you tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, In what area would you like to hear? Well, uh, your background, and you mentioned that you you always did yoga. And so you will start with once upon a time, Carla was doing yoga. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I know that you were an artist and many other things. So what's that about? So I started yoga when I was around 19, uh, 20. And I also took martial arts, kung fu classes in college, but I never really liked the martial aspect, but I thought the movement aspect was beautiful, like the dance-like quality. Mm-hmm. And so I just studied, I kept going with my yoga, like throughout the years. So about 40 years of practice of yoga and eventually taught, but uh, it was mostly my own practice for my own centering, my own self-care and then in my 40s, I started teaching more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just did that martial arts class in college, and I never really took more. Well, I do remember I took a Tai Chi class early on, but I was so impatient. I have a lot of fire, and I just couldn't <laughs> slow down, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> Jennifer's laughing. Oh, no, now oh, I wouldn't know anything about any of that. Oh, no. I was like, I can't do this class. It's just too slow, and I can't manage it. But yoga, I could manage. And um, so I just did it for years and then started teaching. And meanwhile, the other side of my life, I'm an art therapist and an artist. So to me, they kind of went together. And whenever I taught a painting class or an art therapy group, I would always do movement, um, inspiring movement, connected with the colors, connected with the nature mood we were painting. And... I just loved it. I felt it brought people into the present moment. It got them breathing before we painted. And it was just a healing um, way to begin the, the art class. I, it, it, it is. I was in the class today. I shot some footage of the class. I was picturing these diverse people in this class, people that if you saw them on the street, you would never guess that they would be in a Tai Chi class. The men in particular, a couple of those guys, you, I, never would have, I never would have guessed. I know it. What is that, do you think? What, what is it about Tai Chi, but about your class? 
Well, the thing is, I think for me, uh, what I got so excited about it, I uh, later on, I took more Tai Chi classes and I just know people love nature. And it, it, the thing, the difference from yoga and Tai Chi and Qigong for me, Qigong, by the way, are the healing and revitalizing exercises that go along with the Tai Chi movement practice. Okay. So um, the thing is, it integrates our movement practice with nature. For example, we're bringing in sky energy. We're connecting with the earth. And I feel like that's one of the illnesses right now in our culture. One of the challenges is that we're moving away from nature. We're moving more into equipment and more into being so busy and driving. And and nature's so healing. And we need a way to access it, maybe even, you know, more, more and more and more. And these exercises infuse the movement with nature energy. And it's, I think it's tremendously healing. Well, it, it's not, not only that, I will talk about your class. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's the way it is not surprising that you are an artist because all through the class, you are painting pictures for us. You guide every bit of it with descriptions and they're beautiful descriptions and it's you'd have to be a lump of coal <laughs> not to be able to get into it the way you do oh, it so you really 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 there's just and you use the colors and you just you give colors for almost all the movements and you relate it to the to the parts of the as you said nature and um, it's and the organs of the body. And the organs of the body. So we can learn how to heal ourselves. And we're learning. You know, I have that background also, and it's so wonderful for me personally to have you have you um, bringing in the actual organs and the actual mechanism of the body so that people can start relating to their own physical makeup for heaven's sake and we're stepping out with the right foot we're going to cast the net and then reel in the stars to the heart and you lean on your back foot lift your toe up if you can have the balance to do that great again inhale with the mudra and exhale I know, it's a balance exercise, so watch out here. If you are going to use socks, you want to get socks with some tread on the bottom, okay? Because it's slippery. Sail. Or bring a yoga mat or something you could stand on it. Inhaling. You're bringing thousands of stars into the heart here. Lots of chi. Good. One more time. It's just very powerful. And uh, we have tremendous self-healing potential. I think that's the thing. And most people don't realize it. And it's giving permission. That's what I love. It's giving permission for us to send healing to our own body, our own mind. It's a gift. To many people, this practice and what, what we're doing is a little, woo it's a little out there. Uh, it's one of the reasons I brought up who's in the class. Who would have thought it? Um, and yet, it's extremely down to earth, literally. <laughs> yes, very grounded. 
And talk talk to me, please, a little bit about healing energy. Yeah. Um, well, we call it in yoga. It's called prana in the in the Chinese tradition. It's called chi in Japan. Ki. So there's many words for it. Uh, life force energy, and basically it's woo woo until you start to feel <laughs> that it's actually something is happening in your body. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just having a lot of people sharing with me healing that's happening. I had one lady with emphysema. She said she's now down half her medication because she can breathe. She wasn't able to breathe. She was in such anxiety she couldn't breathe. Now her breathing is opening up. I had another woman, 10 years she had pain in both feet. The doctor wanted to give her a surgery to fuse her ankles in this certain way and she refused. She came in only two classes and we did a grounding practice to gr- help ground the feet and legs and, and breathe in earth energy. And in the middle of the class, she yells out to me, Carla, my foot pain, it, it's starting to go away. <laughs> <laughs> and she practiced that exercise like every day now, and she has no more foot pain. Ten years of pain. Wow. And it's the simplest little thing, just connecting with the earth. But we're forgetting to do it. And so it's, it sounds really woo-woo. You know, breathe in earth energy. But the thing is, it naturally is happening for all the animals, for everything on the planet. We just don't know because of our minds. We're so developed in our minds and we don't think about needing any earth energy. But obviously we do or we we couldn't live. So part of the practice for me is gratitude, understanding gratitude. We we got to be grateful that we're alive. And, the, and why are we alive? Well, because of this chi, this energy that, I mean, what's beating our heart? We don't know what's beating it, but it is beating. And today when we were doing a heart healing, I just, that came to me to say what a miracle it is that our heart is beating. And we don't even know why, but it is. And we can feel the energy flowing through our whole body because of it. And that connects us with the ocean, the way the waves are flowing, there's, um, we really don't exist without it. So it's not that woo-woo in the end. It's very down to earth. (laughs) I'm relaxing so much, I'm trying to think of what, oh, I know what I want to (laughs) say. She's relaxing so much, she can't think of a a question. No, it's not so much a question, and this is meant to be a conversation as much as anything. You know, there's a basic, a few basic points that I, I, I like, I would like to touch on good but um how did you get to cape ann well let's see i was teaching part of my art background i was teaching painting and drawing at um antioch college Mm -hmm. in Keene, new hampshire i was living in peterborough at the time and i always came to rockport for vacation i just would drive i grew up near the ocean in connecticut and i always Rockport was like my favorite place to go on vacation. So for years, I would just, no matter where I lived, I lived in Western Mass for a while, I would drive to Rockport. And finally, so I I lived there, I think, four years, and I decided I just missed the ocean. We had the Mm. mountains out there. We had Mount Monadnock. It was beautiful, but I just missed the ocean so much. So I decided I'm moving to Rockport. And I had the, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the Waldorf schools and the Rudolf Steiner mm-hmm, schools, but mm-hmm. that was where I got my painting training. So oh. it was a spiritual approach to art and color healing. 
So I think all the imagery from my years of teaching painting is all being fused into the Tai Chi and Qigong. And I think when you give people imagery, it engages them on multiple levels. And that's what you want because you want your whole being present when you're doing these movements. Mm Because then if you visualize the gold sun pouring in, the ocean, the ocean of energy all around you, it's actually happening for you and you're you're accessing it the gold energy here's one you're in gold energy. i'm in gold today <laughs> um i've always i'm trying to decide so i'm picturing the golden sun and the energy from the golden sun and i have this debate with myself about whether or not it's gold like like gold jewelry gold or gold coins or is it gold like my sweater, this mustard kind of color? Or is it, what's it like? And I have decided <laughs> to make it gold, like 24 carats gold. Fabulous, fabulous. I think there's, as, I think there's a lot of individual, individuality involved in the practice. I think that you give us a nice framework and... It's repeatable. It's duplicatable. It's something that if one has the time and one the inclination at home, which one would hopefully <laughs> hopefully be able to do, you always encourage us to have a home practice. Um, that it's still individual enough, so that it's a good it's a good base, and yet no matter what the what we each do with it, it works. Yeah. You know, you're doing some calisthenics. If you're not if you don't do that right, it can it can not only be useless, it can be harmful. We work on this principle of deep relaxation while you're doing it. So you're not supposed to be really trying and forcing yourself and really giving full muscular effort. The relaxation creates more chi, more energy coming in. So that's one of the reasons I loved it more than any other exercise I've ever done. You get so deeply relaxed. And at the same time, you're getting everything circulating and moving, but you're not, quote, exhausted at the end or, you know, um, tired out. You're actually rejuvenated and healed, so relaxed, and you just worked for two, did two hours of practice. So it's like, that's unheard of, (laughs) generally. (laughs) I mean, that's why I just love it. For sure. And there we are, a bunch of old farts at the senior center. So um, how's that for a segue? How did you get to the senior center, Carla? Well, um, let's see. I uh, I had been teaching yoga many years, and I just I studied Tai Chi myself and Qigong for a few years, and I got so inspired. I was just like, you know, this is really great because people don't have to lay on the ground on a mat They don't have to be able to get up and down. And I just found a lot of the exercises more accessible for seniors. And that's been my area of interest to really teach seniors both art and movement. So I went for a training at Omega, um, a certification training. And since then, I've been studying with all kinds of masters that I can find. Um, But after I got my certification, I knew that there was a sign that I was supposed to do this work because I came back. And I interviewed at a couple different senior centers and at an athletic center, and I was hired everywhere, 
each senior center twice a week and the athletic center once a week. And I was just like, this is like my work. I mean, I'm supposed to be doing this. Obviously, the universe says yes. Yes. Wow. So I just was like, okay, um, this is my next level of work. And what I love is that I also teach oriental painting. I've kind of gone in the direction of the Chinese inspired painting and I, I feel as though I can integrate so much of the seasonal beauty and imagery of nature into the class that it's I find it very fulfilling it's almost like teaching painting or teaching art uh, because the movement is there but also this wonderful imagery each of the organs has a color and um, a sound so it's also bringing in music it's kind of like chanting plus color plus movement i i find it really satisfying because it integrates mm -hmm. all the arts mm -hmm. in one and i did some research and found out that in the olden times the tai chi masters also did calligraphy they did painting sure. and they did flower arranging which is another thing i teach at the senior center wow sure, sure. so um it used to be that all the arts were one, that you didn't just do painting or you didn't just do dance, but a dancer was also a painter exactly. because all the qualities are the same and you just can carry it into different media. Exactly, exactly. That's so much more, um, boy, you can, and all right, here comes my commercial. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that at Rose Baker. There are so many... Um, the art room is just alive and thriving, and many of the people who spend three days a week in the art room are also the people who who um, do other arts. And it's something, when I was a kid, we were in the American U.S. Western tradition, you do this and you do this, or you do that, or you do that, or you do, and I always wanted to do everything. Mm. I do more than one thing, and I, why well, make up your mind, Jennifer, pick something. <laughs> How are you ever going to get anywhere? Well, eh, I don't know, but I, I, I like all of it. I want to do all of it, and, um, I'm very grateful that the world, I don't know if it's because I'm older now and people are leaving me alone and say, oh, well, she's a lost cause. Who cares what she's doing? Or if I've given myself permission to be more the way I've always wanted to be. But I'm doing more than one thing. And I'm That's letting great. myself do more than one thing. And I'm painting now. Wonderful. And uh, I always did theater. And in theater, I always did everything. I do everything in theater. Mm. And uh, Well, the Tai Chi and Qigong, now that you mentioned, has theater, too, because we do these animal frolics for healing the different organs, and you have to be like a tiger, or you have to... Right. And it's, whoa, it's just so fun to see people becoming all these wild animals and <laughs> a chance to really play. What did we do? What's the tiger? You see a big white cloud floating over you, beautiful white cloud, and out of the cloud comes this ferocious white Chinese tiger going, <laughs> I love it. We go, That's right. and, and you get to be graceful. I always danced. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's beautiful. As, we as have a, a lot of talented people in the class who you would never know, as you said. But as soon as you say, become a Chinese white tiger, you better watch out because they are. <laughs> it's, it's really fun to watch and be there. It's not strenuous. It, it, you can stay seated for the whole class if you're, if you're challenged in any way. Uh, you can hold on to the chair if you're challenged in any way. Um, it's fabulous for the brain because we do a lot of brain integration work, a lot of left-right practice. And people get scared. I've had people start off and they just want to leave after the first class. They see some of the flows we're doing, left-to-right flows, and they get afraid and they go, I've never been good at this. I, you know, I'm dyslexic. I can't, I can't do it. And I'm, I just encourage them. I say, look, it's absolutely fine. If you, do, if you mess up, it's just fine. But in three weeks, you'll just have it. So just stay on and keep going. And we've all been there in the beginning. Even I, when I started doing it, I was like, oh, my God, this is not that easy. I mean, it's easy movement, but the left-right integration is a bit challenging. But we need it. You know, we need to help our brain. Exactly. And this, you know right away, it's called Tai Chi Easy. It's not a classical set of 108 movements. It's an easier set, but it's challenging enough to learn the right and left, and we do mirroring games where you and a friend will partner will work opposite each other like in a mirror. It makes it fun. I, for one, am, am grateful that you're with us at Rose Baker, that our dear Lucy has the foresight and understanding to make sure that you are there. Yeah, and there's one thing I've learned from practicing Tai Chi a little different from yoga. I mean, you do get a community connection when you do yoga practice, which I've done for years, but there's a level of community connection through working with the chi, the healing energy, with your hands and flowing, like in those mirroring practices and things. There's a level of energy in the room between the people that deepens and expands, and I'm just very touched by it. So many friendships I've seen growing out of it and... Um, it's special. And I, for some reason, the Tai Chi Qigong brings it. And I, I think of the Chinese who are very social, you know, and always hanging out in groups. And I think, wow. Well, there's something about the practice that just helps uh, solidify a group, just get the energy of a group together. Ooh, maybe we can have Tai Chi bingo. <laughs> If our class expands more, we'll be going into the bingo <laughs> section of the <laughs> Well, thank you so much for having me on, and I hope um, people will come and join and try it out. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Thank you.